Hello, and welcome to The Bottom Line. This podcast examines everyday business and finance issues faced by closely held and private businesses. We hope to provide you with news you can use in what we like to think of as a jargon-free zone. I'm your host, Jeff Parker, and with us is Tim Schuster, a senior manager in Eisner Amper's private client service group. Today, we'll discuss with Tim items to consider when moving to a different state. Hi, Tim. Hey, Jeff. How you doing? Great. So, Tim, you recently located from New Jersey to Florida. Can you take our listeners through the process of relocating for work? Oh, oh, absolutely. I'd be happy to do that. You know, the first thing you guys should be considering, too, if you're going to be doing a relocation is you really need to contact your employer when you're considering moving to a new location. The one thing that might come up is there may be an office um, for you to actually go to if you go to this spot, right? Or maybe your employer might be thinking of opening up a location there. So having that communication with your employer is extraordinarily important. And does it actually make sense for you and your employer? You know, if there is a need for you to be in that area, that's hypercritical for you to be having in part of these um, conversations and considerations. The big thing, though, to keep in mind is residency matters like always come up in conversation. New Jersey, just as an example, has one of the highest income tax rates in the nation. And Florida, as you know, most of our listeners happen to know, does not have state income tax for individuals. You know, each state has residency requirements, you know, and usually living in a location for six months and a day to claim domicile is kind of like the rule of thumb. So you'll want to discuss domiciling with your tax advisor as each state has different rules. And what I did personally was I went through a checklist to establish Florida residency just to make sure I had I's dotted and T's crossed. Wow, that's great. What other items did you consider for your relocation? Just like I stated before, you know, does it does it actually make sense to do it? You know, the pandemic kind of changed your whole views on where work can be performed, what can be done. And a lot of the northerner states, per se, really kind of wound up down in the south. You know, whether there's remorse in doing that or not is a whole different story. But it should be more than just moving for tax purposes. And you really should also consider the culture in the area that you're moving to. You know, maybe you're used to a very fast paced environment and and that's where you thrive. But if you're moving just for tax reasons to that area and it's a slower pace, you know, that may have a negative impact on you going to that area, right? So you really should be taking all facets into account other than just, you know, what the bottom line is necessarily on your tax bill. Me personally, I considered location to family and friends in the area. And how easy is it to visit, you know, family and friends back in New Jersey, right? So the climate in South Florida obviously is is just tremendous and being able to be outside most of the year is great. Um, And it also doesn't hurt that you can go to the beach and swim all year. Wow, that's fantastic. Very insightful. Uh, A question for you though, as an employee, what should you be discussing with your employer? So, you know, have a conversation on how this relocation is, is going to work. You can't over communicate how is the relocation going to work. Are you retaining your work from your prior location? How are jobs going to be performed going forward? You know, what are your expectations as a new employee in this relocated area? You know, and how does compensation work moving going forward? You know, you need to really make sure that you're seeing the full picture of you actually doing this relocation. Real remote work has really caused such a dramatic shift in how we work can be completed. And it's more of a matter if you have an internet connection now sometimes rather than a physical location, at least in some lines of work. So here's the million dollar question. Does timing matter when it comes to selling your principal residence? What about those moving from a high tax state, such as New York, New Jersey, California, to a state without income tax? You know, as always, and I always preface this, you want to really make sure you consult your tax advisor. 
if you're going to be recognizing a capital gain on the sale of your primary residence, you know, I have good news for you, <laughs> believe it or not, in this regard. There is an exclusion of about 250000 if you're single and 500000 if you're married. But some of the higher income tax states like New Jersey and New York require you to withhold a portion of your gain to the state at the time of sale. Unfortunately, you cannot get around this mandatory withholding. If you sell your home later in the year, the state will hold your funds for less time than if you sold in the beginning of the year. For example, you sell it in January, you may not see those funds back again until April of the following year. So timing of when you sell a residence is very, very important. Wow. Good thinking. Very smart. So I know uh, in the past you would give us New Jersey fun facts. Since you're in Florida now, how about a Florida fun fact to tie out our episode? I'll, I'll tell you right now, I would love to bring it home with our, our famous fun facts, right? You know, and I, I wonder if our viewers know this, but, you know, the state of Florida happens to produce more than 70% of the country's oranges. So you're welcome, United States. You now have orange juice. Fantastic. Thanks again, Tim, for this valuable information. Thank you all for listening to The Bottom Line as part of the Eisner Amper podcast series. Visit EisnerAmper.com for more information on this and a host of other topics. And join us for our next Eisner Amper podcast, we get down to business.